So today, on SideQuest Live, we're going to be listening to the season finale, episode 13 of Shadowrun, recorded on my buddy Steve's game, and I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, let's dive in. titled this the Shadowrun that's supposed to be on SideQuest Live, so uh, do I have to be Todd? Hey, Internet! Good to see ya! We stream things, or Todd does, and like, insert what he usually says here. Um, nice. <laughs> we're uh, gonna call this the season finale of the season, what I'm calling season two, or, or Shadowrun. I don't even know if our group has a name. I don't think so. Hmm. I guess not. Uh, you know. could, if you haven't, Steve, secretly roll for Gerald's death. Oh, yeah. How am I supposed to roll that again? I don't know. Make no. up something that seems like it's likely he's going to die soon. We talked about we <laughs> talked about that. Like, it was a specific flaw you added, wasn't it? Yeah, I can look it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, basically, let's say roll 2d6, and if there are 1s, he's dead or something. But that seems so unlikely. It's only a 1 in 12 chance. Yeah, because there, there was a, um, yeah, there was a specific flaw we picked for that. So, um, just to introduce what's going on, um, our Shadowrunners have, um, we jumped ahead a bit from the last episode, saying our Shadowrunners have gotten away clean. Um, the last conversation they would have had with Flirt was, things are a bit hot, let's just chill out for a little bit. Uh, but it'll, you know... If you guys want to continue on later or not, or who knows what, but channel runners have um, some some karma that they've earned along the way, and then I kind of surprised our players yesterday with a text saying, "I'm gonna give you an extra 36 karma." So narratively, let's just say that that was Flurp saying, "Here's some don't screw me over money." <laughs> That you could either call money or karma, uh, however you want, and your in however your character wants to use it. Um, and so, what we're gonna do is, I'm gonna kind of turn over the narrative control um, to each of our players to talk about what their characters are doing to um, advance themselves, to gain skills, buy things, uh, sleep for a month, whatever, and then. I will just be um, whoever they need to interact with. I've actually got a question for you, Steve. Is yeah. my character able to sell any of his old clothing, like that Armante suit and the Explore jumpsuit I don't use? Yeah, you Cause... could you could sell it, and I mean, we could roll for how much you get for it. That's easy. Yeah. You sell well, it to your fixer. Yeah, you could you could probably actually sell it. I feel like. Uh, it would be awesome to get a coat to go with my new suit. So I, I saw this thing here. So if it says plus four armor, that means it's additional, right? Like I'm wearing it over top. Can, can I make a suggestion? Um, yeah. You, yeah. Can you but... have like a, some kind of eBay auction site and auction it off on your social? 
Yeah. Actually, I kind of like that. Maybe that's like the last thing I do before I get rid of my break art perk is a uh, green streak exclusive, you know, combat warrant. So we had, I don't know if they, I think there was a version of this in one of the versions of Shadowrun, but we used to have a house rule that when it came to layering armor, um, for, so if, if armor, if armor is a single layer, you get whatever its stats are, right? But if you start layering it for every point that your armor goes over your combined body and strength rating, you, you lose mobility. Okay. Essentially, well, I'm saying to answer like, your like actual question, I think that some pieces of armor are labeled as plus an amount, and others are a flat amount. So I think that inherently has a, a layering aspect. Yeah. The the great yeah. code it says twelve or plus four. What's right. Um, so, GPT. There you go. So if you're adding it, that that essentially is how they dealt with the problem we were trying to solve. It must have been in. Yeah. It's the uh, Mortimer of London Argentum coat. It increases my social limit by one, minus three for concealability, and plus one dice pool on social tests. And that sounds that sounds awesome. Well, I still and also, your... I feel like a suit's always way cooler when you got a sweet coat to go okay. with it. I still have your guy open. So is, is any of you ready to kind of like... Who wants to go first? Narrate. But this... Bill sounds like he's thought about it for a while. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had some thoughts about it. Okay, so, so, Gerald has, it's been, let's say, six months since uh, the team was last together. Oh, wow. What's Gerald been up to? So, Gerald's been, he's, <clears throat> Gerald spent a good bit of time early on, um, early in those six months, trying to call in some favors from old contacts he worked with in the military um and uh he basically was looking to source equipment to um add to his helicopter um parallel to that he's been working with bliss to get the data that he's looking for from beatrice So, Bella. Yes. Gerald contacts Bliss. It's been how long would Gerald have waited? Uh, a few weeks. A few weeks. So, been a few weeks. You get a message. Probably from... not even that long. Probably pretty quickly. Let's say a week. Okay. <laughs> he's he's chomping at the bit. A little. So a week after, um, you know, you guys finish off with the uh, truck warehouse shenanigans. Um, Gerald. Bliss. Bliss, I, I need your help. I can trust uh, you, right? Yeah, of course. What's yeah. up? Everything okay? Yeah, I'm having some problems with Beatrice. I, I need you to come by. Wait, I can come to you. Where uh, you? I'm, I'm, I'm not a Doctor, I, I, I can't. What can I do to help with Beatrice? I, I, I trust you. I, I trust you can figure this out. Okay. Um, I'm free now. Come on over. Okay. He'll uh, he'll drive, he'll drive over in the in Cat's old van. 
course he will. And uh, bring Beatrice with him. And Botrys, of course, as well as there. And uh, he gets there and you see that uh, Botrys is carrying Beatrice, who's uh, unconscious. Holy... And Gerald. Gerald is limping towards you. What this the game. what the heck is going on? Uh, yeah. So um, it's really important. There's something in her brain that we got to get out, and I'm pretty sure the technology's still got to be in there because I don't think anyone could have gotten it out safely. You're the only person I know that could get it out, considering she no longer has a data jack. Um, okay, uh, sure. Whatever you need, I'll, I'll take good care of her. So he's less important. We gotta get the information out. Uh, I mean, oh. yeah, she's important, but let's get the information out. Oh, Gerald, you're confusing me so much. This is your wife. And. It, she was my wife. It's, she's been dead a long time. Remember? Listen, it'll. It's. It's really gonna be worth your while and our while. Okay. Okay. Um. And let me see if what I can do. Um. Is there <laughs> anywhere I can uh, plug in to get potential access? So this is where your technomancery would come in because you can sense, especially once you're close to her, you can sense all of her equipment in her head. Right. So yeah. you would have access to it almost like there is already a wire there. All right. Yeah, so there was one of her immersion thing. Just trying to look at your sheet. Uh, the skin link. So, essentially, yes. yeah, you can just touch her, and you should be able to connect. Would need a hardware test? Uh, with Skinlink, yeah. Um, just looking. Um, that's nine. Me two seconds, sorry. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that the dice are going to be nice to me tonight. Um, Yeah, it's a really, really, like, there's no way that Bliss can totally fail this test unless you critically glitch on the first one. That's the only way I'll say you fail it, because it's just nope. about how long it'll take. She can do this. Three successes. Yeah. So, 
it actually takes kind of an average amount of time. So you can, uh, you, you get in and you, so there is a chip in her head and it's kind of damaged. Um, not the chip, but the system the chip is in, let's say, is damaged, right? This was a piece of cyberware that um, used to have DataJack. DataJack's dead. Um, and so there's basically, it's just file storage in her head. But you can access it. Okay. Um... Can I get help from Puh, my data sprite? Would mm -hmm. that help me at all? Um, yeah, it just would make it go faster. Yeah. So, yeah, I would uh, use them to help me out. Sure. So, I won't even make a roll for that. You... you... Request the help from the sprite basically speeds things up. You have to do a little bit of cracking. You're you're essentially trying to like um, figure out what the password is to this thing. You're getting pretty good at that with the help of the sprite too. Actually, just like <laughs> a matter, it might feel like a while to bliss, but you know, in Gerald's perception, it takes a matter of seconds. Um, and then you come back and you're like, "Yeah, I'm in." It's a bunch of numbers. Essentially, it's a, it's a, just the numbers. Zeros with one baby. Okay, amazing. You, oh, I, oh my god, I can't believe it. Okay, this is. Oh, he starts like holding his chest oh. a little bit. He's okay. really excited. Botrus comes Gerald? over and like checks his vitals. Gerald. Can oh, I gotta sit down. I gotta sit down. Okay. I, this is great. Yes. Can you please explain to me? You see him like. What is this information? Pop a couple of pharmaceuticals. Heart pills. <laughs> what is going on? What is the information that's supposed to be here? This. I'm. This code is. Um, so large that you wouldn't really be able to recite it, but you can certainly copy and store it. Um, and <clears throat> so then he says, okay, um, you are my new best friend and uh, I am your uh, best friend. And um, okay. you need to copy that code and you and I are just gonna go have a real nice payday and we'll split it 50-50. Um, okay, is okay, cool. You know <laughs> what, Gerald? I feel like I should trust you. Shouldn't and should, should. <laughs> considering she trusts nobody, yeah, other than probably uh, His Majesty. Or not his, yeah, his excellency. So, let's go. Okay, so, Gerald starts to, he, he grumbles something in, in excitement and starts to hobble towards the exit. Botcher grabs Beatrice and follows behind. 
Um, Gerald motions with his cane for you to follow, and they all, everyone heads out to the truck. And uh, we go on a helicopter tour. Woohoo! He he does feel safe in your helicopter for some reason. Sorry, Bliss, did you say you were going to bring along uh, His Excellency? No. <laughs> I was just saying His Excellency is the only oh. person I probably totally trust. Mm. Um, but she feels like she's going to trust Gerald on this one. Yeah, right on. So you guys are in the helicopter. Um, yeah, you know where you're heading, Gerald. Where are you heading? Um, there's a bank in Midwestern America. <laughs> so it's in like all town. It's like a six-hour flight or something, probably with that thing. Sure, it just had a speed upgrade, so five-hour flight. Sure, five-hour flight. It's more of a rounding here. It's, it's in it's in Midwestern America. Yeah. yeah. So let's say for fun, let's say somewhere near Colorado. Okay. So I'm I'm I know what it is that you're looking at. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a roll see what's in there, but you uh you can yeah, continue so, getting there. Yeah. From for for what it's worth from Gerald's memory, it's multi millions worth of not new yen, something else. Okay. Uh so what what should i can i roll to be more specific um to be more specific with sorry what is there oh yeah so again if you you know of gerald that he always knows and he has the information and he has plans and he doesn't tell them to people unless they yeah. ask so you may have at this point gotten used to asking him what the fuck is going on. Well, I've asked several times. He's just not telling me. Yeah, he's just not super generous with his information. Fair enough. Listen, he will. It's it's a it's a key. Okay, you've got half a key. I've got the other half. This is gonna make us rich. Uh, ish. Are you gonna be okay? She doesn't even remember she had it. Oh, okay. Um, he jumped out of this airplane helicopter with me, trying to escape so that she could have all the money to herself. That's where she disappeared from, however many years ago. Uh -huh. She tried to double cross me, but I was wow. smart. See, I got her parachute. Okay. Um, I thought wow, she was I dead. had, I had no idea you had such a dysfunctional. You dysfunctional. Know. He pokes you. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, oh, let's be honest, Gerald. Um, it's it's not the most healthy relationship, my friend. Nobody ever said it was. Hmm. I just had no idea. This explains so 
much. <laughs> and and Bliss is like going through her memory, thinking about that odd interaction when we first found Beatrice. Cause she always thought Botrice was there because he missed Beatrice. So, and yeah. <laughs> she's a for, little for the confused. backstory, Botrice was his failed attempt to download his her brain. Beatrice, yeah. Beatrice's brain. Um, before he was gonna get rid of her and then she decided to get out of there anyway. Right. And the after the robot mind link didn't really work. And then yeah. she Botrice never got anything about codes. Well, so much is explained now. I feel like, Gerald, we, we've hit a turning point. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you trust me with this. Let me know when you guys are, are there and you want me to get into the retrieval of this. Yeah, so I, I can say there's probably not much other eventful things that would happen en route. Um, I'm trying to think if there would be a reason to invite the other the other characters along, but he's probably too greedy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald's, Gerald's very much out of bucks to give, so... Um, <laughs> That seems that seems on par with him. Okay, so you guys um, go to this bank. You land, you know, basically uh, down the street, closest place you can. You don't have to stroll on over there. You come to the front of the bank. It's a very nice bank, big vault, many safety deposit boxes. Greeted at the door. Coffee, tea, water? What can we do for you? Daryl just kind of grumpily like hobbles in, slaps his like identification on a on a counter, is like, "Give me my box." Uh, yes. Give me just a moment. Guy goes off. Um, you know, just verifies a few things. You know, he gives them a box like, code too, code number, whatever. Right. He's just doing some stuff in AR. Comes back and he says, know. "Um." I will just need a manager to come and access this with you uh, to have the secondary key, but everything else seems to be in order. Um, yeah, be with you in a minute. So he takes off, comes back with um, with a you know, another kind of mature looking person who says, okay, if you'll come with me, um, we can access this. We'll just need you to uh, enter your code on that. I will enter mine on this. Thumbprint, uh, retinal scan, DNA sample, and you'll be in. And so he provides all of that stuff. And with the, the code, he's, he, uh, he nods to Bliss when it's her turn for her half. Um... So he like he basically essentially that I'm imagining it's like a digital code that yeah. you know you stick a USB stick in yeah. sort of thing and it reads it. Yeah. Do I have to give all the same stuff? You know, retinal scan, DNA, or just Gerald? 
No, you, they're going to ask you for that as well. Hey. So Gerald would know that that means that Bliss can't open this box. Mm -hmm. Needs to be Beatrice. Yes, so then she is also there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh yeah, uh, uh, Beatrice, uh, uh, Buttress, gonna bring her in. Is is she conscious? Let's see if she's conscious. Did you try? It was so he he had drugged her. <laughs> How long ago? Uh, oh God, <laughs> a GM amount of minutes ago. Okay, she needs. <laughs> she is not awake right now. <laughs> Great. Botris just sits her down and stand like in a comfy chair by the corner and um, just kind of looks at you. <laughs> so Gerald to the manager like brandishes his cane and be like, "Listen, she's has trouble staying awake, and that's why we've got this robot to carry her around and help us out." She's here, though, and there she is. You want her thumbprint and DNA? This is our daughter. He points at Bliss. Um. Hi. <laughs> um. Bill. <laughs> no social skills, obviously. What do you mean? <laughs> Let's default to charisma. You can roll that <laughs> if you want. <laughs> And you thought we wouldn't be rolling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to limit it here. <laughs> can I can I help him with my uh, one one hit with hit. my um uh, leadership? leadership? Yeah, sure. Yeah, do that, please. <laughs> Since I'm with him, I figure I'll do my part. So it's actually, yeah, your way of helping here would just be to like go on and say, oh, you know, oh, my parents are. Sorry, I'm also. Like I forgot. Sorry, I'm also uncouth. So that shouldn't have been three dice. That should have been one. Let me try that again. Okay, add two extra. So three. So leave it as it was. That's fine. So okay, you've you so got fine. your one hit. Um, so bank manager is just very. Like, oh, um, are you sure you don't want to come back at another time? Like, in, you know, when she's at this point, I'll pipe up. Better? Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, sir. M my mother's not well, as you can see. She's getting up there in years. So is my dad. Um, we would just really appreciate if we could do this today. It's it's a long trip for us to get here. That's why she's so tired. It was like five hours, so it'd be great. You're a really awesome guy. And if you ever need any help with anything in your computer system to make it more secure, I will help you. Uh, I We're good for a computer system. Just give me one moment. Um, just walks away um, and then talks with somebody and then comes back and he says um, uh, it looks like you know she she's sitting up um, is she ready now 
she actually does. I was just rolling in the background for her. So Beatrice actually kind of like her eyes start to flutter a little bit. Um, and one of the kind of administrative assistants has gone over there with a glass of water and is um, talking to her nicely. And I'll just kind of look at her. Hey, mom, it's okay. You're doing good. Um, yeah. Listen. Yeah, we're we're here, uh, baby. Um, <laughs> get, get over here and stick your face in that and touch the thing with your thumb. You gotta open up the box. Oh, is this where we put, um, where we were hiding the Easter egg? Exactly. Hey, I don't think I remember all the numbers, though, Gerald. That's okay. We've got the numbers. Okay, so she comes over and the scans and everything work. And then, Bliss, you're going to have to um, put the number in. I will. Because her, she's like, I don't know. Yeah, I will enter the code that Beatrice, I was did you forget when you gave it to our daughter? Oh, our daughter? She's like totally clueless. Yeah. No idea. Hey, Beatrice, it might be time for mom's medicine. Great idea. She's like barely awake. She's like super dopey. And so like Botrus comes over with a needle yeah. and just like Poink! and she goes out again. <laughs> okay, so she carries her and sits her down. So you you're um so when you enter all that stuff, the, basically a box uh ejects and the guy like he's behind another door, comes to the manager. Um, he says, okay, if you'll just follow through that door, points you to kind of go another door, and he enters through a second door and um, allows you into a room, and he places the locked or the unlocked, unopened um, security deposit box in there, and then uh, closes the door, and if you need anything, just hit the button on the wall, and I'll be back right away. When you're finished, we can, uh, well, we'll just have you confirm that we've reinstalled it into the safe. And he leaves. So with, with reverence, Gerald hobbles towards the, the box and gently takes it and starts to lift it and then he falls over. Uh, Gerald? Uh, Gerald? Gerald? Dad? 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 They're not there, right? No, it's just the two of us. Oh, shit. I kind of kneel down and starts kind of just hitting your face a little bit. Like, Gerald, Gerald, wake up. Uh... So, Gerald, does he wake up? Uh, let's see. He does. He he starts to, like, grumble and be like, uh, uh, 
Who hit me? Me. You passed yeah, like, out. It, it hits you back, but it's like a feather. Jesus Christ, what did I get myself into? Oh, oh, open the box. He's like sitting on the floor. His back towards the table. The box okay. is like up behind him. Okay. And I pick up the box and I... I open and it. Now Steve gets to tell us what's in there. What's in the box? What's in the box? So, what it is... Is... The codes and, um, you know what, you recognize it, Gerald, what it is. Bliss, you don't understand. You don't, you would have to, like, um, allow, Gerald would have to allow you to kind of, like, read it. It's a collection of storage drives, um, slightly older stuff, but what's on it. Um, you, Gerald, your memory is jogged by the label. Is satellite access codes um, for the entire UCAS military network, as as well as um, their military spec um, ACNET software so that would be uh it's it, you can create a basically a personal tactical network um which will connect um the some basically gonna give you like overwatch powers anywhere in the world yes yeah so you and i if you looked at it, it's a personal integrated tactical network, essentially. But this is the UCAS's one generation older version that um, was being retired and you stole it. And it's not necessarily um, anywhere like you can you can get really old ones that are kind of just in the market for, um, you know, personal use, right? Um, where people would buy this and have their bodyguard entourage use it. Um, there are some of the, say, let's let's say like Knight Errant or Lone Star have their versions, which are not sort of military focused. Um, they're law enforcement focused. So they're not, they don't really do the same job, but this, this tack personal integrated tactical network um, software is insanely illegal and valuable. It's probably around a 32 if you were going to roll to buy it. It's just impossible. But somehow you idiots managed to find it. And the satellite information um, was a separate thing. So you all of a sudden have codes, how old they are, whether or not they're still valid is questionable. Um, but they're definitely uh, more recent than the um, network software. So if you were going to 
estimate that yes, there's there's no one else I would have trusted with this. Yeah. Can I tell? Because um, you said it's very outdated, um, kind of. I'm guessing like a floppy disk kind of thing. Well, no. Let's say okay. To, Not to, that outdated. To us here, players, our present generation, it would be like, yeah, early Blu-ray. It's only that old. Okay, early Blu-ray. Yeah. Because I was gonna ask, like, can I tell the kind of age of the technology yeah. and the, like, where the technology is from? Seeing as that's kind of my thing, is yeah. old hardware. So like, so like you know, it's maybe ten years old, give, give or take. Like the actual hard uh, storage devices. If you're gonna go buy them off the shelf, you would have bought them off the shelf ten years. Ago. Right. But it would have been pretty right. advanced stuff back then. So, and it's mil spec. So, it's stuff that's probably only hit the civilian market in the last couple of years. That's why I you just kind of. Yeah. I just look at Gerald and I'm like, uh, wow. Um, I can. I don't know where you got this but wow that's that's the funny thing is i don't know where i got it either because it was beatrice that got it and she doesn't know where she got anything there's one more thing in there too um it's handwritten on a piece of paper and it is an account number to a bank in uh Irnanog. Um, and it's got, it, it has, it has a number, which is 9 million. So you can, one of you do take, look at that account number. Uh-huh. And give me a roll of some kind. What am I looking for? I'm looking for a roll... Um, Bliss, Bliss could roll, let's just call it uh, a computer, computer, you can just roll computer. Um, okay. Gerald, you could roll... Oh, man, you're such a huge character sheet. <laughs> it's like so much the, rolling. The character is at the top, so rolls are... Can I roll my... Uh, would this be this... Like, would I be able to do the computer's background as well? No, just roll a straight computer. It's just not, a it's straight not like, computer? Yeah, yeah. You, you're just going... Okay. Basically, you, you're going to take this number and punch it in. And you, you know in, in bank accounts, there's like bank number, branch number, account number, right? So you start right. putting putting that in to see mm -hmm. what bank it's from, what branch it's one, from. One hit. Yeah. Okay. Bill, what do you got? Sorry, um, I missed that. What am I rolling? You're just rolling computers. Go computers. like six. Six, okay. 
Get this, Gerald. Um, what did I get? Two hits. Okay, so you know that, like, bank number is three digits, branch number is five, account number is 12. 11 numbers there for the account number. Yeah. You are missing one. Well, we got a one in 10 chance. It doesn't quite work that way, man. Security <laughs> and stuff. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to the box and look in the box, see if maybe something is missing or like something is still there. Are you, there's nothing else in there. There's nothing. Um, you said Beatrice found this. Mm-hmm. Beatrice doesn't know Beatrice's own name. Hmm. I'm wondering, was there anything else in Beatrice's brain when I looked in there? Um, or in the thing? No, in the storage chip, there were, there was literally just that, that code. That, oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. That's all that was in there was the code to access the safe. We got to figure out this other number. How do we do that? <laughs> so, you uh, want to stay in the bank or you want to leave? I think we should get out of here now. Because he might get a little weirded out. Yeah. Um, we'll take everything. Close the box. Can, is there any way I could roll a logic, possibly, to figure out if there's a potential way we could get a, like, figure that number out or like if I know bank systems enough that how many tries we get um I uh, can't remember but the odds are astronomical of you guessing it and to crack it yeah would be um insanely difficult not something you're going to be able to do quickly. This might take you months of work um, to even be able to try it. Because you, here's the other thing. Like, you start trying to access accounts that don't exist, right? Get locked mm. in. Exactly. So, so you would have to know what that number is within... Like, you'd probably have to narrow it down to three or four guesses is what right. you would, you would know that. Thought. From cracking in general, you would know that. And bank security is pretty high. 
Yeah. Okay. So I do have. Like a... essentially, it's a one in a billion that you're gonna guess it. So right. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Would you're my saying there's a chance. <laughs> Would my crack sprite be able to help me narrow it down to three? Yes, yes, but put it this way, narratively, you're not doing it today. <laughs> no, of course. That, that's a that's a thread to be pulled. Um, and maybe you'll find out someday. I mean, so, so you guys are at the bank. Um, Bliss's mind is spinning about how to possibly get this nine million of what currency we don't know um <laughs> you guys are crack sprite already trying to figure out how uh, to go about this um you guys the, you know the bank's gonna close sometime in the next little while so you gotta hit the road where are you gonna go um i'll actually ask the bank manager on the way out Okay. About the account number. Um. You so what do you want to ask him? Um. Hey, this number. It feels like there's a number missing. Uh, sure. If you just give me a moment, I could verify that. Can you help me narrow it down? Well, I. We we couldn't. We can't access an account without the number. Um, but I could verify um, you seem to have the bank number and he just pulls that up and he's like um, it is the uh, Grand Royal in Tirnanog. It is um, on um, Shepherd Street. Here's the address. But um, it does appear to be missing a number. Uh, usually these are 12 numbers long. Uh, Great, thanks. Grabs it and walks away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have the address. Uh, I mean, you could have found this out anyway. Like, Bliss, when you guys looked it up, you you had already seen um, that that's the address, right? That's just available. And you can just punch that into Google, and it will tell you, oh, yeah, this bank number, that branch is at this address, right? Like, you can do that with your own bank branch, right? bank branch right now um so yeah it's just a little dog is telling me he's hungry i'm gonna go feed them okay all right so you guys uh i assume jump in the head helicopter and head back to see yeah yeah okay we will pause you there um so I'll keep headphones on so i'll probably still be able to hear you but i'll just be okay. off screen for a minute okay so Matt, Matt or Darcy, are you, either one of you guys ready to jump into it? I got some. Do you have ideas. any thoughts there? Yeah, go for it. I'm happy to wait. Yeah, also, so I might jump into your scenes because I feel like I might be proximally not that far from you. I don't know. Depends on what's going on. So first thing I'd want to do, I'd want to set up yeah my auctions. You know, Shadowrunner certified, combat worn, Green Streak exclusive, whatever. You know, hype it up. Um, try to sell that suit and, and explore a jumpsuit that I don't need anymore. Uh, and then I'd be trying to invite people to go on a shopping trip with me, you know, who wants to go to the mall, get some sweet threads, you know, let's celebrate, you know, maybe get some milkshakes, 
go to the roller rink after, I don't know. So this is relatively recent. This is like still like job well done. Yeah. Victory lap kind of stuff. Not like yeah. month later, like, hey, let's meet up again and do things. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so if you are you gonna put that out on your socials? Or are you asking the group um, to come with you? You know what? I, I I think I might put it on just as many places I can think. Well, I guess I do have my Green Streak Instagram page or whatever, right? Where I'm trying to be someone incognito. I might, I might try to sell it on there. Um. So I'm. I yeah. That and then the invite to go shopping. Where are you? Who are you asking to go shopping? Oh, everybody. Gerald Bliss okay. Radio. Mac. So um. Mac just doesn't answer. Like, you get no response from him whatsoever. Um, Gerald and Bliss let you know that they're flying cross-country. Um, radio response, how radio response? Sure, yeah, we can have a scene. I figured this would be, like, before that whole trip we just uh, we witnessed, but that's fun. Uh, yeah, uh, you, like... Is this like a voice call or you just like send a thing, like meet me somewhere? Uh, do we have like a group chat? I would just put in the group chat. Sure. Sure. Let me do whatever. Let's just like cut to a scene. That's probably more interesting to figure out the exact conversation we have to get there. Like, no, you know, get in. Uh, actually, yeah, let's take the head, the helmet off. I'm not on a job. I get to actually have my face for once. (laughs) Ha ha. Eggies, or don't we calling you that now, or what? Pardon? We're not on a job. Should I call you something else? What's? Oh, you yeah. can call me Mary, actually, if that's cool. Yeah, you can call me uh, Armog. Arnock. Armog, you know, like Arnold, but orcish. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where is that. Sorry. That's uh, all right. No, I like green How you doing? That's that's the cool. Holding up after uh, the job ended. Yeah, I don't know if you I know told you that, but you you held your own well. You did good. Thank you. You know, this has been some of the coolest shit I've ever done. You know, riding around in helicopters, hanging off of ropes. You know, shooting guns at people. You know, people more than others. Yeah. You know, for some reason, it's a lot funner to work at a warehouse when it's pretend than when you're actually working at a warehouse. (laughs) That makes sense, yeah. No, I'm glad you invited. I I feel like I should probably pick up some gear, too. Felt sort of dead in the water uh, sometimes. Like, I've been around the block, and yet we ended up in sitches that I'm like... We're in a helicopter. I don't have a gun for this situation, you know? Well, you know, I, th- I think I saw Gerald doing some stuff over there in the workshop. It looks like we're going to have guns on the helicopter now. Uh, I've been in the simulator, oh, you know, practicing on the chain huh. gun stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like not really my speed, but... Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking to go shopping for a Makes few sense. things. First of all, motorcycle, you know? Motorcycle's really awesome. Need a new suit. Need a new coat. Uh, 
you know, I, I got that motorcycle helmet. You already hooked me up with that. I figured I figured you'd be a good shopping partner. You know, you, you're the one who hooked me up with the motorcycle helmet knowledge in the first place. So make sure I buy stuff that's both fashionable and uh, good for shadow running. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't have anything in mind. Just uh, I'd be good, good to get out there and reacquaint myself with what's available. I don't know. I keep pretty light, honestly. Which, like, you know, it appeals to me more of a B and E tech than a Street Sam, you know. So, uh, on my character sheet, I've got one person. It's a contact. It says Club Kid, and I think we agreed this is like my social media rival. I like the idea that maybe this is like an ex-girlfriend or something and that like I broke up with her because it's like, oh, I'm going places and you're holding me back and then she blew up more on Instagram than I did and I'm kind of jealous, right? But like we're still in touch. I feel like I'd want to invite her to like kind of flex on her while I'm buying all the new suits and stuff. So how do you how do you put that invite out there? Uh... I would just say, uh, you know, new new page really been blowing up. Got some money for threads. You want to come with? Um, but guys, okay, see if you can um, persuade with your charisma. Etiquette. Etiquette. Or negotiation? Well, they're the same. Yeah, the the persuade skills are so weird. Like, it feels like everything is con, but like narratively, that doesn't sound correct ever. Like, yeah, it's weird. There needs to be a schmooze <laughs> skill. There does. There does need to be a schmooze. Because negotiates like haggling, talking to like you know your your Johnson and whatnot. Okay, I got two successes on that. He just gives you uh, a, a reply that's just dot, 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 and that's it. Dot, 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 eh? Okay, that's not good news. I don't know, this isn't something I'm good at in real life, is talking to people over text, so I don't know how I'm going to roleplay that. I assume that Green Streak's way smoother than I am. He would know that she's like, uh, no. You're like, well, you're basically like, um, I looked over and I saw you from across the room and I was wondering if you wanted to, uh, go do something. And she says, um, no. Oh well, what what can you do? I don't think it was that unbid. Two successes is actually pretty decent. <laughs> but okay. Well, she she really hates me, I guess. I mean that's fair, right? Like I think that maybe you do need two more than two here, but <laughs> that that analogy felt a little harsh. 
There's obviously the ex-girlfriend context waiting on it a bit there, but you try. Yes. Yeah. But, um, you get a few responses on selling your old gear. Okay. It's kind of, you know, random, obviously retarded screen names, various people. Still for sale, but still got it. Still got it. Will you take this? Will you take this? People are offering you some low ball, some um, close to the mark that you're asking for. You could probably get 80% of its uh, okay. value. Oh, that, that should be enough to uh, make up what I need to buy that Argentum coat. So. Yeah. Yeah, 80%, that would be what? Uh, it's time that you get an offer from a corporation like to discuss here. for the suit. What's that? Activity. But yeah, no, I'd be happy to sell them for for eighty percent of their value. That's uh, sounds like a great great uh, offer to me. Okay, so um, I was he... gonna say he should get some offers from like mega corporations or something now to come work for him, work for them. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Shadowrunners for hire. So you, you, yeah. So basically, you're trying to sell just a, a two pieces of armor, right? Yeah. If yeah. I'm getting eighty percent, it should be twenty-five, twenty that I get for them. Sure. Okay. So just write that down. Yeah. For now, actually, I'll I'll just add this here. So. You uh, do you want to do that first, or do you want to go? Yeah, you need to do that first. So, so yeah. How do you want to respond to each of the? It's two different people looking for. Well, no, there is actually one person that would take both that offered on both. So, it's up to you whether you want to do that. Um, you know, for for ease of uh, sale, I'll sell sell both of them to the same guy. You can have the whole collection. Oh, wait, no. I gotta, I gotta put it in your file so I don't forget. So if you just want to do, if I'm, if you're cool with me buying that coat, the coat costs thirty six hundred, so I'd have one thousand one hundred and twenty dollars left. I'll, I'll do it here and then I'll update your sheet. Okay, so, but I'll, I'll allow you. So, yeah. How do you, so what do you say to the, how do you reply to that? He's like, do you, do you still have them? I'll offer you uh, 25 20 for the pair. Uh, yes, I still have both. Uh, where do you want to meet? Um, do you know Jimmy Jerry's uh, Jerk Shack? I don't know, do I? Uh, you could quickly look it up and find it, yes. It's not too far out of the way. I can get there pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, I know the Jerk Shack. I can meet you there at uh, uh, lunchtime tomorrow. Uh, I was really hoping to get this stuff today. Oh, okay. possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I make that work. You know, I'm not busy today. Yeah. Uh, Steve, can I ask for just a little bit more fanboy? Uh, yeah, I mean... Dude, like, I just, I need it today. Um, 
I'm going on a date with this girl whose Instagram is just like blowing up and um, I really want to impress her. So I thought it would wear something that, you know, kind of, you know, I like your brand and everything and how you customized it. So just kind of hoping to catch a little bit of your vibe. I mean, she's, she's, she's pretty cool. I think she's a little bit out of my league, but I think if I dress well, you know, that suit is good. And, you know, she kind of has this thing about going to rough neighborhoods on dates. So like, you know, armored suit was what I kind of had to go for. I hope you understand, man. Like really love what you do. Uh, that, that like total awesome, like, um, sh like crime fiction stuff that you've been posting. So cool. Uh, always happy to meet a fan. You know, I'm, I'm glad my work's inspiring the people out there, you know? If you ever need lessons on how to, you know, like do sweet backflips off of helicopters, you know, I, I, I teach those too. Oh, sweet. That, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so what was the name of the thing you want to add? I forget. Uh, Mortimer of London Argentum Coat. Okay. Gotta get rid of other kids. She can be plus four armor. So how do you spell the Mortimer? M-O. M-O-R-T-I-M-E-R. -E oh, Mortimer. I don't know it. Um, is it uh, clothing? Oh, Argentum coat. There it is. Yeah, Mortimer. Yeah, there it is. It's just okay. using the, that same A dragon yeah. wiki. Yeah, I will. Now, now it's on your sheet. I'll save it. Okay, so yeah, um, you're gonna head down to uh, Jimmy Jerry's Jerk Shack, and and I'm assuming. Yeah, it's uh, is radio coming for this? That's oh no, radio! Do you think that like um, do you think you've like? Upgraded to your new threads, like we did, like shopping montage. You got your suit, or is this before that? Do you think? I think I need the money to get go go shopping. Cool, cool. So you're like, you're like, um, hey, before we start, I gotta, we gotta go do this thing first, and I'm just like, yeah, 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 sure. like long. Dog, yeah. You like jerk cool, cool, chicken, cool. you know? Maybe we'll get a little bit of lunch there first. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, I'll whatever. All right, so I, I, I drive by, pick you up my mom's station wagon. You know, we go to Jerk Cherry's Jerk Chicken Shack. Nice. Although, you know, if I'm selling this on my Green Streak Instagram, that means I gotta keep our keep our faces obscured. We gotta show it with our motorcycle helmets on. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart. Okay, so you guys, uh, um, you guys whip down there, and uh, am I in any of this stuff? I don't even really know. I don't know what site you've actually been sharing. You probably are, but you're just like a big blurry blob. You know, Bliss has made sure that everybody else is uh, well blurred out. Yeah, it's kind of whatever. I got you know, not worried anyone's seeing my face. Yeah, just post your updated uh, 
thing in the chat here. Good. Go. Now has that armor on it. Um, missed the other ones. So okay, so when you get down there, guys, uh, you he, 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 <laughs> you can see this orc um, just hanging out outside. It's like a food truck sort of thing, but it's essentially like kind of molded into the side of the wall it was like parked there 50 years ago and the building kind of got built half around it still a window and he's like standing <clears throat> beside it you know kind of pacing <laughs> very clearly um the only orc in the area who which would tell you this is the guy that's going to fit it so approach him He's, you know, as you guys actually pull up, he sees you and he's coming. He makes like weird, uh, nervous, I'm too much of a fanboy motions. What's that? I don't think it updated my armor. Um, I think it took it as just if it's the only thing I'm wearing. Yeah, because it still says 23. And I should get plus four from that, I think. Okay, I'll figure that out. Whatever, right now. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll figure it out on the back end here. Um, hmm. Okay, so yeah, I show up. Uh, you know, always nice to meet a fan, you know. Glad you're a big fan of my work. You know, I put a lot of effort into that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. You got you got creative following, man. So like, here's uh, Credstick twenty five twenty. Um, can I see the uh, merchandise? Yeah, I got it all for him. You know, I got the suit bag. You know, unzip it, show him the, show it to him. You know, perfect condition still. You know, you know, here's the uh, here's here's the jumpsuit. You know, wore this one doing some of my best backflips. So they were uh, some pretty sweet like. Cool. Um, yeah, those backflips, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really uh, hope that um, this girl, um, you know, Varnessa is, is like, goes for it. You, you recognize the name instantly. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um... Your 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 blood pressure goes up just a little bit, but at the same time, do you uh, like give me a knowledge skill roll? Like just six dice. I'll count it as one of those that you've got. Big fat zero. Something flickers in your head for a second about why he might not have any luck, but then jealousy kicks in. You're, you're, you have the cred stick in hand. He has the armor in hand and is kind of like making his goodbyes and walking away. Um, now, now you're mad. So if a straight up willpower roll. Just willpower. Uh, I think that's three, right? Yeah. 
Zero again. How hard do you hit him? <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to kill the guy, but you know, I'll give him a good clock. Okay, so roll whatever that would be. Let's see, what do you what do you got here? Unarmed combat group. Uh, ten, ten dice. See if he realizes that you're. I got three. Oh, nice moves. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't see it coming from a social standpoint. And you hit him. So your auto combat is strength is what? Nine? Not wearing uh, yeah. armor. Nine. Yeah, nine. You, you, so you, he's like, for a split second before you hit him, you can sort of see that his facial expression starts to change to the point where he's like, this interaction is no longer going well. He clues into the fact that something he said angered you, but there's this like thing in his eye where he's like, what did I do? Why did I upset this guy? Was that overly fanboyish? What did I do? And then you, you, and he's kind of so, there's a moment where he's like, I need to just be like, cool, cool, so that this, you know, insta-famous person will like me. And it's during all that thinking that he just kind of doesn't react, and you clock him, and he like flinches just before you hit him enough that you knock him off his feet um, onto the ground, not unconscious, but... Um, you, 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 you hit him good, and uh, he kind of hesitates for a second. So I'll give you the chance to act now. <laughs> well, I would say something like, uh, uh, first rule of wearing an armored suit: you always got to be ready for everything. Watch your back, you know. <laughs> Girl like Varna, you don't deserve her. Jeez, I know I don't understand this man. Just gonna see later. Styling the best threads. Gonna have my uh, whatever it is. What what's it called? Who makes that suit? <laughs> Vashon, my Vashon Island suit. I uh, maybe I just like walk out of the door muttering to myself at that point. Okay, roll me Shit. roll me seven dice for that. <laughs> success i'm doing terribly uh it's enough that he kind of like he didn't roll well either <laughs> actually he's kind of just like oh maybe i am being taught a lesson he's like okay and he kind of just like is down on the ground and kind of like scooches up against the wall and is like I i'm i can't place it to be uh and, and he's kind of like holding it and like semi-defensive stance as he kind of backs away and like on his yeah, butt if you want me to teach you how to be a real man give me a call i, I teach lessons just, um he's just continuing continuing to move away and he's like 
muttering to himself something about unfollow and then <laughs> he's he's just slinking away and then eventually stands up and and moves on <laughs> you not right, quite I, I, intimidated I was them. chicken for me and radio yeah honestly it was a sucker punch but you got the skills we gotta get you some uh some fisticuffs weapons you got any shock gloves i believe i do yes heck yeah that's the good stuff i mean you got the guns to take someone out without them but well and I, I think those shot gloves came in my uh, shadow runner starter kit that i bought solid you gotta practice not throwing a full punch but just trying to get a touch in there same sort of skill set but you know easier grazing touch works you know anyway that's neither here nor there how are, how are you supposed to get stronger if you don't go full force yeah, it doesn't mean don't go full force, just different technique. Okay, let's um let us pause there for a second. Um I'm just gonna the stream's gonna keep going, but I'm gonna mute all the outgoing audio. Yep. And our sound of us is back. Nice. We are more alive than we were a second ago. <laughs> it's the way to be. Yeah. All right. So, you guys, uh, just to sort of finish up that scene because it popped into my head once we cut. <laughs> like, I think there's a moment where radio is like, My buttons. This button? That's the button. You know, if you want to get stronger, you know, tougher streets than Glow City. I'm busy after this, though, but one of these days, I'm going to have to show you the place. Glow City? That sounds like an awesome place to have a party. What is that, like a, like a nightclub? <laughs> you know what? I'll let you find out. <laughs> okay. Right on. I'm down to go I'm party. I'm going to have to... Yeah, go radio silent for a while. <laughs> anyway, but I'll shoot you a wave when I'm when I'm back. And uh, I mean, timey wimeyness aside of like going and getting shopping and stuff, that still happens. I don't like leave, but like afterwards, radio disappears into Glow City. Um, and I don't think, if people try and contact her for a while, she is off-grid. Um, we see her um, in Glow City. Like, she lives there. I don't know how much I often talk about this, but yes, she's rad-tolerant and is like, she's like a glow baby. She, she was born here. Um, and while still horribly affected by it, is not dead. Um, so, could be a lot worse. Um, so, of the place, um, I've been picturing it where, it's not like it's just, like, flooded area or anything, but there's, like, one flooded section that's, like, this irradiated lake that formed in Glow City, um, and there's a lot of, like, 
submerged stuff down there that um, no one really goes and, and tries to pull back, but that's how she makes her way when she's not shadow running. She actually dives down under uh, this, this irradiated lake and, and pulls up sort of precursor scrap that she can, she can move. Um, but for now, she arrives back at um, the lake, and she's like just walking up to it and talking, um, presumably to herself, uh, saying like, "Been a while, but I'm back. I got time just for you now. It's I'm not sure how long, but I got time just for you." And she. Um, she like undresses and like swims into this irradiated lake, just like naked, um, letting it like wash over her. And so her like spirit mentor is basically this lake itself, right? Like that's not exactly how spirit mentors work. Um, the it's called the ocean, but this is how she communes with her spirit mentor. Mm -hmm. um, and while the like full-on skinny dippin's not like what she does all the time right now she is like i need to immerse myself in my spirituality i need to be part of the lake um uh, after this mission has ended and be alone with it for a while and she's not like diving and treasure seeking right now she is just actually enjoying the leisure time of being in this lake which nobody likes to be in but her like it is her like special place just for her no one ever swims in this it's a terrible idea don't do that um and part of the reason why she can is not just the fact that she's like born in this environment and was able to like have a genetic quirk that lets her be bread tolerant um the the lake itself protects her right she is an adept and this is her mentor spirit and while we don't, we, we basically never see Radio do adept things. She's not like, I'm going to channel the power into my fists and killing hands somebody. Like, she doesn't do that. All of her power is the magic is focused inward, basically subconsciously, and it protects her, right? Um, and so for, for downtime, I am training magic a few levels and also initiating. Um, and I don't know exactly what that's going to look like because it is the sort of like, I'm going to go off and separate myself from society and like immerse myself in this environment. But also I don't imagine she's like literally swimming all the time, but she's spending like the majority of her time every day in the lake um, and then like sleeping next to it and like just being in that environment. Um, I don't know how much you want to get into like what initiating looks like for her or if this is just a time skip ahead uh, a month or so. No, I, I think that's a cool thing. Um, I sort of imagine, when you say that, I sort of imagine her, um, you know, like swim in the lake, connect with the spirit, come out, sit by, maybe start a little fire and sit by it and eat something and sleep and then... And, and then repeat for a bit. So yeah, I mean, yeah, she does actually have like wilderness skills that she never uses because it's mm -hmm. like irrelevant. But here, it's like no, you're actually taking care of yourself because she's not sleeping in a bed or anything, right? Yeah. So how how do you imagine that initiation looks when she does it? Yeah, I'm not sure if there's like, it's the kind of thing that I don't know if there's like something like a point where it 
clicks or if it's just like she's spending this time and by the end of it she is stronger and closer to the spirit right um i've sort of been picturing it that way but if i think about it like as a player i'm mechanically saying i'm gonna spend this time to initiate but she like why would she be doing that right what makes her go I've spent this time and I have come out stronger. Maybe there is a moment where something clicks. Um, so it feels what, like that should be appropriate. What uh, what are you taking with the, with the initiation? Um, as an adept, there's not a ton that's like super interesting. She's just taking a bonus power point from it. Um, but I'm also narratively using this time to increase my magic. Um, I started the game with only two magic because I wasn't planning on ever actually like using it as a skill. I just wanted two power points. Um, but so I'm actually going to be spending karma to increase my magic up to four. Hmm. And so I get, I'm going to have three extra power points to spend at the end of, uh, right. So have you picked what, how you're going to spend those power points? Yeah, it's more like, it's still a lot of, um, this sort of inward stuff. It's not like she's going like, and at this point, I'm now going to learn how to take this inward power and throw it outward. I did consider picking up some skills that are more like obviously useful, um, but there are things that are more directly related to um, um, being in this environment. Uh, so one is iron lungs, literally being able to hold my breath longer. Um, one is power swimming, which you can't have multiple levels of. It just doubles your movement speed in water, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but I'm also taking um, free fall, which isn't so obviously connected with water. I do think that there's like overhangs or like maybe like falling over building or maybe just like some actual natural crevice um she does like occasionally like climb up there and uh, free fall is an ability that lets me fall additional meters without suffering fall damage um so sort of base jumping uh stuff so into the water which you can do from high heights anyway because it's water um in real life i've done that but uh that sort of like part of it being out in the air and falling. I think that's probably going to be part of it, even though the okay. early stages of the initiation are more of like just being in the water and stuff. But maybe, maybe that's like the, the moment, right? Where at, one, at a certain point she knows that she needs to like climb up to above and dive into the lake. And that's like the completion of the, the experience. I can so, see that. That sounds fun. So, well, yeah, let's, Play a little bit of that. Um, so when she first comes to the lake, she's talking to the lake, talking to the spirit yeah. in the lake. Um, feels the urge to just connect. Trips down, mm -hmm. jumps in, goes for a swim. Um, while she's swimming, um, you know, she's dove to the bottom before. There's some parts that are pretty mm -hmm. deep that she's never gotten to. Um, some sure. parts of it, she, you know, and she's like, well, maybe I'll get there someday. And other parts of it is like, nah, never, I need a submarine. Um, and then, yeah. so she spends a few days just mm -hmm. trying to get to deeper parts of it. You know, maybe she'll discover some valuable things down there to sell like she's done before. Um, but like you said, it's mostly just to be in there and experiencing and connecting. And yeah. so, you know, she's talking. What do you imagine her saying the first couple of times? Talking to the spirit. What does that sound like? Hmm. 
like I feel like there was that like initial moment of like you know I'm I'm back I'm gonna I'm gonna be staying with you. I I'm not sure how much she actually like continues to verbalize mm. uh, that communication. I think a lot of it is like meditative and she's just in there. Um, I don't I don't think it's that outward as, as boring of an answer as that is. Um, I, I I I don't think we do like hear her talking. Okay, so she's. She swims every day. Mm-hmm. Um, first day, second day go by. Um, things feel feel as usual, but you know, you she feels that irradiation. It's familiar. Mm-hmm. Knows it's it, it degrades things in general. Yeah, but at the same time, she's like, yeah, but not not so much me. In, in, in her own head, she's like, "I know, I know, I'm okay here. I'm protected here." It's like, like getting into the hottest bath you've ever got into, but but it's like yeah. fine, right? Yeah. And so, the third day, though, swimming down, heading down to the bottom, um, you notice it's a yeah, and like the repeated imagery of like going down as far as you can and then coming back up for air mm-hmm. and then doing that like again a little bit further the next day. I feel like yeah. that's a repeated so, image we see in like this montage. Yeah. Yeah, so it's montage basically free diving, right? And practicing getting mm-hmm. deep. And then and and she's starting to starting to feel a bit more confidence, a bit more comfort with that. Um, you know, practicing slowing the heart rate, uh even even remember reading something about um, how you know competition freedivers will take air into their stomachs too, even at times to to add to that. There's a whole technique with that, um, which sounds gross and crazy, but it works. Uh, cool. I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. No, I've watched the whole program on that. But anyway, so <laughs> on the late on the third day, radio's feeling tired, but it's like yeah. No, I got a couple more in me, and she's yeah. she's like in depth. She's no, she's never hit before, but just by a little bit, right? And on the way down, diving down, feeling good. Get you know down. You know, there's this point that you've read about that when you hit it, the the water pressure, atmospheric pressure. It, it, like, as you go down, atmospheric pressure shrinks your lungs, right? Like, this, the volume mm-hmm. decreases. Yeah. You know there's a point that when you hit it, you're no longer buoyant, and you no longer have to fight to go down, and you just start to sink, and you're looking for that depth. And you're like, right. it's got to be there. It's got to come so close. i got to be there. And you are on your way down, you're coming down to what you feel is like the, the deepest you've been, or, or you're, getting, you're, you're about to get there again. And you just feel um, the, 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 sen- the physical sensation of the touch of the water changes. And there's a bit of this like almost aquamarine color shimmer that starts to form around you and then goes away, forms, and then goes away. And then, boom, hit it. You can feel that now you're being pulled down. Gravity has taken over, and you are sinking. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so she stays like in that, like, you know, head down torpedo sort of shape, start to descend quicker and quicker. So then there's this moment of, oh, wait a second. I need to go back yeah. up. So yeah. just stop and start to work back up. And now you've got to work to come back up. Yeah. Because you're no longer buoyant. And then a little hint of nervousness, not panic, just nervousness kicks in because it's like, oh, wow. So you start to swim back up and that aquamarine shimmer happens for a second and you feel okay. And then you're like still struggling, aquamarine shimmer. It's like, am I imagining this? Is this like the pressure on my eyeballs? or what's going on but then you just feel this sense of comfort and you know it's spirit because you felt it before you feel a sense of comfort and you can feel it the lungs start to inflate you break that plane you can start to feel the carbon dioxide building um and you like switch that reserve of air that's in the stomach a little bit and up you go now you can swim you're getting the surface you break the surface and there's this in inhale of air just the satisfaction of you've gone a little bit farther than you've ever gone before and maybe even a little bit of like height like actually like yeah yeah Yeah. and now she has iron lung (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was really good yeah yeah pulls herself onto the shore so she would also get this understanding of like Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I want to actually start measuring this, like how deep I'm going, because I, you know, like she knows she went farther than she's ever gone before. How much farther? She yeah. doesn't know. And it's like, okay, well, I want to maybe get some data on this now. Um, how deep can I actually go? Maybe I need to use fins because I got to get back up. And you start thinking logically for a second, and it's peaceful, mm-hmm. but it's like, wow, this is, and your brain starts going about. Now yeah. I can dive deep. What are the logistics of this? And so you start thinking about that. Yeah, it's cool. Radio's like doesn't nerd out about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but like that's one that just like gets her, her, her brain going. Yeah, totally. Just and so, you know, you, you know, there's like, yeah, you could dive with fins or you could take down a CO2 canister slash balloon combination that would inflate and would pop you back up. Yeah. After you've hit your your depth, like there's all kind, of, you just start looking things up, and there's all kinds of equipment for yeah. that, right? Um, I think that she has done a little bit with diving before. Like mm-hmm. I actually did that character creation take diving as a skill, mm-hmm. um, but like this was about being in that environment, right? This mm-hmm. was about being with the spirits. I think she's yeah. probably even dived here before, but like yeah. this was different. This was special. Yeah. Yeah. So now you, you so she's. She can go to different depths. She can just play and stay down longer at any depth she chooses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's that. And, and then there was one of the other things. There was, um, like, jumping. They're mostly related. Like, power swimming is the one that doubles your movement speed in water. And then also you get bonus when you make a swimming test. Um, yeah. But I do think that maybe at this point, maybe not, like, not, not immediately. Like, that was, like her good deed for the day for herself um but like later i think she starts going i want to start climbing above 
the the lake and then jumping from different heights from from higher heights so that she can get like a head start into the water basically mm -hmm. right so she can like start like the that first few you know however many meter um blasting through faster from a from a from a free fall yeah so uh, on one edge of the lake, there is definitely kind of a slightly leaning skeleton of an old skyscraper that if she wants, like she's familiar with it, mm -hmm. um, and there's heights that she's dove from before, so she could go up an extra floor every once in a while and try diving. And, and yeah, so it's a similar experience where, you know, each dive feels more and more uncomfortable, and she just is like in this mode of pushing limits right yeah totally yeah and then i can imagine you're kind of stringing those two things together right like jump from a height yeah and then go to a depth mm -hmm. like after she gets like comfortable with i don't know how long this is taking right um did say like i'm gonna be completely off the grid for a while, but eventually, when she's down here, you should check this out. Um, so at a certain point in this, when she's like really like confident with uh, a lot of what she's been doing, I think that she will like shoot a message to, um, I feel like probably not like the whole group. I think she's closer to like Geese than the others right sure. now, just cause like, I don't know. He, he, he's just more of a like, <laughs> personable character no offense to everyone else but you know everyone kind of keeps let's, himself, um, including radio. Um, let's let's so jump back to matt for a second okay. matt are you still there or did matt disappear i'm not i wouldn't be surprised let's, no i have i have one more thing to do with gerald and bliss too um I'm happy to do that. I think that we, like, see, like, a, a certain point after, like, a really impressive thing. Again, I feel like a lot of this has been montaged. Um, you know, she's, like, coming out of the water and drying herself off on something and rustles for, like, her phone that's somewhere. Like, you know, as long as she's not diving with it. Um, but it's, like, somewhere, and she pulls it out and just, like, hey, I got something to show you. <laughs> and it's, like, that's, like, all the messages, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna so have you cut on that to somewhere else. Yeah, yeah so it's gonna have you kind of interrupt his shopping trip. <laughs> cool. Like he takes a little while to get the contacts and source what he's doing, but he's not there. So I'll jump back to um, Gerald and Bliss. You guys, these two stories aren't connected, right? But wow. you are in the helicopter on the way back to Seattle. You are, uh, you know. 10 minutes out um bliss been trying to figure out what the heck with this uh count number you know the the longer she spends the longer bliss spends on it the longer the sprite spends on it the longer they realize they're gonna have to spend on it it's gonna it, it, cracking this if it at all happens is an indeterminate extremely long amount of time um that Gerald, you check in with Bliss. Like, how long is it going to be? A few times, and that's kind of the answer you get now after ten minutes, uh, when you are at about ten minutes left to landing. So, so let's just say um, you're on approach. Um, Can I just do yeah. one thing before, like while we're still flying? Yeah, jump in. Okay. 
Um, I'm puttering, trying to come up with algorithms, you know, coding stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going to take a break from that for a minute and kind of walk, kind of, because I'm assuming I'm sitting more back in the plane or in the uh, helicopter. Uh, so I'm going to walk up to where Gerald is flying the helicopter and be like, hey, um, Gerald, mm. uh, I really, really appreciate that you trusted me with this. Um, and You're I, not going to fuck me over, are you? Uh, no. I got a bad I history of women fucking me over. Uh, then don't consider me a woman. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, hey, you're my dad now, right? Uh, I don't really have one of those, so cool. Yeah. Um, but this is sort of a thing a dad would teach their kid, and I I'm wondering. Could you maybe teach me how to to fly? Yeah, there's software for that if you want. That'd you know be what? cool too. You know what? For... Sit down. Let's do this. Uh, right now? Yep. Okay. Listen, I was a flight instructor for years. Have a seat. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Well, there's a lot of things you don't know. Hmm. And she will sit very hesitantly. <laughs> Here, uh, plug in or hold on to this or do however you do it. Can I, uh... Tech romance this shit. Yeah, you can just. I'm easily... gonna try to become one with that bird. Or yeah, connecting. You have all the permissions, so you're connected. Everything's there. So you could sort of describe the virtual cockpit, or however she wants to interact with it, or you want her to. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as as you plug in, like your your mind kind of opens up to the airspace around you and you don't have the same kind of connection with it that an actual rigger would because you don't quite have the same equipment mm. but you, you sort of it's it's kind of like how you would normally look through security cameras but it's in 3d <laughs> it's kind of like that level of right. in, improvement and you can kind of sense although muted you can kind of sense like the um the helicopter blades as they cut through the air and you, you, it's almost like you can feel as though the helicopter is somehow a part of you but it's still a bit distant um i'm, I'm guessing there's some like from a game standpoint there's some kind of immersion a technomancer can do to add like the equivalent of a control rig or something guessing probably um 
Yeah, but essentially she's trying to um, learn how to fly a pilot aircraft and become proficient in doing so. Um, you know, just in case we ever lose our friend Gerald. How long do you want to spend right now? How many hours right now? Um, how many hours? I feel like I probably would have asked him that about an hour or two into the flight. Okay, we can retcon that a bit. So, you so can... about three hours. So you've been using time on the way back. Gerald has been instructing Bliss in how to uh, pilot in general, specifics of Bertha. He definitely nerds out on his own equipment. And uh, yeah, Bliss, we can add to Bliss. Um, so I got uh, two successes on instruction. Fantastic. I feel like this is the moment of, you know, they're really starting to connect here. Yeah, Gerald definitely seems like he's more open with things than he normally would be. Which probably really kind of throws Bliss off a little bit. <laughs> She's not used to that Gerald. She's used to the rough, you know. So it'll probably just knock her off her game for a little bit, but she'll get right back into it and be like, this is so cool. <laughs> and what can I add? Yeah, so right away in three hours, you can definitely have a level one um, pilot aircraft skill. Mm. How does this work? So let's see, it's at page 141. And, um, just, I'll just add it in advancements while you talk about flying for a minute. I feel like Bliss probably makes a few jerky movements, which probably scare the shit out of Gerald. Oh no, uh, how how strong are his nerves? Gerald's? Yeah. Uh, for this kind of stuff, rock solid. Okay. Because he's got he still has full control of the helicopter at, at the speed of fair flight. enough. So. Fair enough. He's he's absolutely confident that he's going to instruct you the right way, and he won't let anything get too far. He's, so basically, he's, like he's in a driver's ed car, he's got his yeah. foot hovering over the brake. Exactly. He's a seasoned instructor. He's got like tens of thousands of hours flying these types of things, and he's got the skills and know-how to back it up. So. Right on. Okay. Yes, fly for a while. You're gonna land. Um, do, are you gonna have her land, or are you gonna land? No, she can land it. Okay, I'll be a backup. 
I'll take over if there's a crash test. Um, what do you, what's your, what's the linked attribute for pilot ground craft? Or aircraft, sorry. Um, reaction. Okay, so, um, Bella, I just need to roll, um, three dice for Bless, because it's... <laughs> and because I'm actively instructing her, let's say I can add my instruction skill as a... That's true. I'll give you that. Okay, so how much does that add to my pool? So that was two hits, so you can have two more dice. We can roll five. five. Fantastic. Here we go. Let's hope we don't crash. Because obviously I'm more Holy capable to do it right. there than if I wasn't there. On five dice, I rolled four sixes. <laughs> so you, Easy. you're coming in. You uh, nice landing. He's pointing you where you're going. You're just like super smooth. You kind of rotate so it's like the door is facing to where the home is. You're like, oh, I need to make sure Beatrice and Botrys can walk in easily, and you just land it. Um, your your Kind of, uh, like, oh, okay, I'm on the ground. Um, and Gerald starts pointing at switches to flick to shut things down. And then, as he's doing that, uh, well, Gerald just kind of starts to feel tired. Um, tired and uh, a cramp is starting to kick in a little bit. On the left forearm, just feels a little bit weird. Uh, I'll, I'll be with you in a second, Bliss. I'm just gonna make sure everything's okay here in the helicopter. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just uh, go, uh, um, go, uh, uh get uh, Be Beatrice in. <clears throat> oh. Uh, so Gerald starts to slump forward after he tells you to go get Beatrice and Botrice into the house. Um, Do I see him slump forward? Let's. You're very. You're going to be slightly distracted because of what he's told you to do with the helicopter and then Beatrice. So give me. Yeah. Roll me. I uh, mean, I'm pretty excited that I landed yeah. so well. Yeah. So roll five dice for me. Yeah. So as you landed, Gerald was pretty excited too. He's like, "Yeah, way to go! Let's you did it." Fuck! I hope I didn't kill him. <laughs> Two successes. Two hits. Um, yeah, he just, you know, Gerald does tend to fall asleep a lot, so <laughs> you just kind of don't think anything of it, and, uh, you know, everything's, the rotors are still kind of slowing down, and then Beatrice and Botrys are, like, Botrys is unbuckling Beatrice, starting to get her out of there, and, um... If if there's any vitals issue, Botrys will be notified. He stops unbuckling Beatrice and then starts to come over to Gerald. Where she picks him up and takes him over to the uh, Valkyrie pod. Drops him inside the Valkyrie. The newly added Valkyrie pod. 
Yeah. Which is like a Star Trek style automatic med bay. And it's on it's it's on the helicopter. On the helicopter. It's it's meant to be used as like for critically wounded soldiers and stuff like that. They'll get thrown in one of those. It's like a coffin. So she slides you or it whatever slides you in there. Um does starts to get all the connections and you st- um bliss are you watching this a hundred percent at this point the excitement on my face is now kind of melted he he is out cold um and so she hooks up a bunch of like a bunch of leads all over him in the appropriate places and um up on there's a screen on the side that shows like respiration Pulse ox, heart rhythm. And anyone who's ever watched any television knows heart rhythm. Nice and even. Do not see that. You see some sporadic stuff and flat lines and sporadic and then and then uh is like starts punching in a program. Machine starts talking. Um analyzing heart rhythm. Analyzing heart rhythm. Analyzing heart rhythm. Shock required. Press this triangular key to administer shock. Botrus hits it. You see his body uh, jump. Botrus, what's wrong? Uh, it appears that <laughs> it appears that Gerald is experiencing heart failure. Analyzing heart rhythm. Analyzing heart rhythm. Shock required. Please stand clear and press the button to apply shock. He does it again. Analyzing heart rhythm. Analyzing heart rhythm. Shock required. This goes on. Um, for what feels like forever, Bliss. About this time you hear some cackling from Beatrice's way. <laughs> She's really laughing at this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, plot twist. She was sane and coherent the entire time and has organized all of this. I had a feeling. <laughs> okay, there's your plot point. <laughs> she, Bliss, you were just focused totally on Gerald. You do not notice that Beatrice kind of just grabs the um, the bag with the stuff that came out of the bank and is starting to leave. Um, I'll give you a chance to, to notice that um, once she's at the helicopter. So, yeah, so roll me your uh, eight perception dice and I'll see if you can catch her running away. I mean, running. He's surprisingly fit, actually. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Close to a glitch. I'd love to hear the story of how Gerald and Beatrice first met. Yeah. We should we should do that sometime. Yeah. So how many did you get, Bella? One. You see her leaving. Like it's you just it's enough. You see her leaving and she's carrying the thing. Now she ain't moving quick. Like in her late eighties. 
and yeah she's but she's not like dopey anymore and no no but do i get the sense she's basically been playing him well she was drugged and she was out but and you can sort like you know she's not freaking usain bolt but she's moving she's moving so um you have i chase her and i'm i'm a bitch i'm going to pull out my are you gonna kill an old woman <laughs> my defiance x shocker yep medusa okay um, I will, I will, since we had one reference already, I will set it to stun. <laughs> and I will chase after the old woman. And hey. try to stop her. So from still make a, what can you do? Betraying for him yet again. Do you have any, like, physical hacking persons? Gymnastics. I'll let you use gymnastics. You got that. Gymnastics? Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Uh, I I know I can use the the um, taser because I've used it before. Sure, but to, you got... I don't know how. You still have to connect with it. Yeah, you just I just need to roll something. Just, yeah. roll, just roll me five dice. We'll, we'll, we'll hand wave a little bit of the... Okay. Because yeah. it's fun. Right as okay. you're about to attack, you hear the telltale. Three successes. You do actually hear a beep behind you. So three successes. You apply the stun to her. He gets no armor. So that dress looks good, but it doesn't do much. Ooh. So. So. He's got, I'm saying that she has your physical step, like Gerald's physical step. Yeah. Because that makes sense. So he would just, and no armor, so he would just get to roll his body. She, she, I'm going to say she has agility three. She's been faking a lot of this. Okay, so I'll add, I'll add a couple more dice. What's the damage on that? Six gun probably? For the shocker thing, I was looking at it. Uh, damage is. It's on your sheet. Where was it? Seven dice. Am I reading that correct? No. Where's the defiance at shocker? I was. I'm looking at Fire it right now. Defiance at shocker. So yeah, it's nine stun plus net hits, so twelve stun. Um, that overflows into one physical, um, because she critically glitched, uh, yes. with her don't get murdered brawl, I'm gonna say that just doubles the damage? narratively um and so that no let's just make it all physical instead of stun um oh 
So she's now at one box of overflow. Um, you hit her with this thing, and there's a bit of a charred smell. You slap her in the back of the head with it and connect right where that damaged data port would have been. The shock travels down through the implanted stuff in her brain, and there's a bit of a pop and some smoke comes out her ears and she drops. I'm really glad that Gerald opened up and told me that she betrayed him. Because otherwise, yeah. there narratively would be no reason for me to do this. As as her body, like, she drops to the knees and falls flat on the ground, you see her left hand has the bag, but in her right hand was what looks like some kind of signaling device that's got a little red flashing light on. Okay. Liz, you could mm-hmm. do a, um... Do a warfare... Electronic warfare to block that. Yes. Absolutely, I would. Um, can I, just... I roll my background now? Yeah. Yeah. So I believe that's eight. I just double check. The, the dice for Beatrice are not on her side, I have to say. Oh, so shit. I got no hits on that, so... Yeah, so just straight up electronic I warfare. Straight up electronic warfare, which is 12. I believe. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, six successes. You essentially snuff out the signal instantaneously. Um, you... You did such so good on beating her, you realized that she just clicked the button with her hand as she hit the ground. You got it before it sent anything. Um, she critically glitched on that too, Phil. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was just like, this woman sucks with her dice, man. Which, because, which makes sense, because she was dead when she hit the ground, so... Like, there was, there was, she's, like, dead. Um, so... Oh, I killed her? Oh, yeah, you killed her. You, Oops. You, you murdered an old lady. This <laughs> is going to need some time after this. There's... So... <laughs> this is my sad face. <laughs> so, you can hear the beeping in the background of... The flatline now, and Botrus is punching lots of buttons. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. No, wait. Botrus is plugged in. Right. And attempting a download. Yes, that's right. Botrus is attempting to download the brain of Gerald. <laughs> this is what Jackers was programmed to do. <clears throat> I'll give you that. Yeah, that's good. So you, you, oh you see that Jackers is now plugged in and has turned off all the, is turning off the alarms with the other hand. It's like uh. Uh, Bliss would be screaming, "No, you need to help him! You stupid bot, help him!" Stand by. 
Stand by. We couldn't do anything there, boys. I think she's probably completely freaking stunned right now. She did not see this coming. Her dad and her mom just died. <laughs> they adopted her and then died. Died. With, yeah, I feel like she's probably like, what the fuck, I'm cursed. Mm. I am just not allowed to have parents. They all leave me. She's mm. going to have a complex for sure after this. <laughs> That's possible. Okay. Um, um, so, where's Botrus's cheat here? So, Botrus, yes, I don't know what Phil, what she could download. I don't know what it is. I'm going to roll here. Yeah. But, um, so, Bliss, you have the stuff in the bag, the military stuff in the, um, most of the bank account number, number, which you've memorized anyway, like Felsa, you've memorized that. Right. Um, so you, yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to go? Well, first I think she's going to have a big old cry. The dice are not cooperating right now. I just... I, I took, this is what I did, I just rolled um, six dice for Botrys, because she's rating three. Um, so three, three device rating and three data processing. Then I added Gerald's five karma, five edge, and his last dying breath of, like, trying to help move his brain into this rope. Um, including exploding the dice. And I... Oh, but it didn't explode, because there was a six. Oh no, but it failed. Yeah, so one success to download into Botrus. Does Botrus tell me she's doing this? No. Okay. But so to I be fair, help. you roll a perception. Matrix or regular? Ge general perception. Pretty sure they're the same anyway, so. Yeah, yours are. I should have a much two two successes. I should have a higher matrix perception, to be honest. So. As you're sort of, you're, you're looking at Botrys, you're concerned about what's happening, you see Gerald, you can see that his life force is gone, and like all his, all his electronics are basically powering down, which tells you they're not getting the needed responses, inputs, etc. from his, but you still sense his matrix presence somehow somewhere and your perception tells you that it seems like it's somehow a little bit gone into Botrys that Botrys has somehow in some way now stored some portion of Gerald whatever, for whatever that means and did he 
just remind me, did he actually, because I know out of game, but did he tell Bliss uh, in game that he had brought, he had created Thatris, like when we had that conversation, to download her her data? No, to download Beatrice, yes, and that it had it had mostly failed. Okay, then with that, there's the narrative. I am going to help Botrys um, by kind of hacking in and trying to use the data sprite to move things. Because I yeah. think that's what Gerald would want even though she's absolutely devastated again to lose somebody right in front of her. And there's not a damn thing she can do. And with that, you see Botrys unplug, turn to you and scowl a little bit. She kicks the the box with Gerald's corpse in it and saunters down towards where Beatrice lay dead and you look and you see her right hand mimicking as though she's holding she's holding what? sorry you cut out there It you, you see Be- Botrys walking with her right hand mimicking as though she's holding a cane she's not right and she reaches down and picks up the package, turns to you and says, I believe this is yours. This box. And she stands there emotionless. Why didn't you save him? He was old. His body was terrible. Well, you're old and your body's terrible, too. That's not a nice thing to say. (laughs) I am a machine. And And at this point, Bliss will sit down (laughs) on the ground and just start kind of sobbing by herself. Don't cry. It's stupid. You're stupid. (laughs) And she is throwing a full-on hissy fit. Oh, God. As only a teenager could do. Also, um, excuse me. Botrys pokes you with a familiar with a familiar frequency I turn around probably just seeing red and I'm like what I have instructions for you please open your mind (laughs) and you see in your matrix resonance data flowing out of Botrys towards you. Oh dear. 
and it's basically like activation codes and um, instructions and all sorts of stuff on how to work all of his equipment, all his drones, all of his passcodes to all of his safe house location, the stuff his equipment. She's still just crying and being like, I don't want this. I want him back. Why would you want that piece of shit back? He was my Let's be honest, he was an asshole. At which she pauses for a minute and smiles. Because that's rude. These, this is, so Botrus has never spoken like this before. This is, like, the way in which she's speaking is, like, clearly new. It's not reflective of her or of, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's Gerald, maybe it's Beatrice, maybe it's no one, maybe it's a completely new entity that's been created as a result. Yeah. I don't know if Bliss would pick up on that quite yet. But one thing she is going to do before we end this scene is she is going to message, send a message to His Excellency with a sad emoji face and say, because His Excellency knew Gerald hmm. as well. He fought with us. Um, and she's gonna tell him that Gerald is gone. I'm all alone. Uh, and then at the end, it'll be like dot, dot, dot. And then I killed his wife. Uh... So His Excellency is not good at typing on his pan, so he doesn't respond with a text, he just calls you. I'm still crying. Yeah, it's like, uh, hey, Bliss, Bliss, it is I. Um, what, uh, has Gerald He's passed? Dead. He has died. He's dead. Gerald yeah. has died. He had a heart attack. Hmm. Well, that is a blessing. It's a blessing for a person who have lived long enough to die of a heart attack. We will miss him. We will miss him. Horrible. Hmm. Where is his body? I must honor him. It's in some pod thing. Um, hang on a second. Like, pulls it, and you can see him, like, pull it away from his face. And it's like the camera's still shooting at him, and he's like, uh, he's, he's got claws, right? So he's kind of got to, like, touch the screen awkwardly, like this, you know, with, like, when women have nails that are too long and can't use their iPhones properly. Yeah. He essentially does that, and he's like, is, is, uh, is this where you are? And then he points the phone away from himself and, and he goes, I mean, 
Wait, uh, are you, uh, how do I? Does my screen? I'll send, <laughs> I'll send him my location. Like, you, and when you do that, like, he's actually, you can connect to his pan, like, he just kind of lets you, right? Like, he, yeah. And you can see that when he's doing that, he's, he's actually located Gerald's house. Like, he knows where that is, right? He's got that on Google Maps, and he's like, is this where you are? And he's trying to, like, show it to you, but he's forgetting that when he turns the phone, you're, anyway, he's being started. Yeah. And so he's, he's, like, he hangs up, and um, he shared his location with you. You can see he's on his way. He'll be there pretty quick. So skip ahead. He, he rocks up on his thunderously noisy motorbike. Um, comes in. To the compound actually like he he kind of he, he goes to open the gate and it's kind of locked and he you can see him pause for a sec like through the, through the slats in the gate like he's about to rip it off and then he like puts his finger up and backs up and just jumps over it um because he can yeah um and then he walks over and like he just offers you a big hug i take it and uh, and i just like do that you know that thing that people do when they're crying uncontrollably and somebody mm -hmm. hugs them but and they don't have a tissue and so yeah she's yeah he's, he's a big giant tissue of a carpet uh, yeah and i am using that to my full advantage nodding all over him um so he, he likes to go for a bit and then he, he uh pulls he grabs it that pulls you over to where there's some lawn furniture and sets you down and he says i'll be with you momentarily and he and he as he steps past beatrice he looks down and he goes is this the one you vanquished he was gonna betray him again i couldn't have his he was in the middle of dying i couldn't let her do that i i tried to just stun her and oops i was really bad her body was also weak. And, uh, Human frailty. <laughs> His Excellency just looks at the at Botrys and goes, "What is that thing?" The Blitz. Uh, Gerald made her. Um, she's uh, his brain bot. I don't know. I am a shy wise eye doll model. I dash D O L L. Hmm. You're a friend or an enemy? Yes. To Bliss, are you friend or enemy? Yes. <laughs> Bliss, should I allow this thing to live or tear its arms off? Allow it to live. Allow it to live. Um, I think... I will make you food. Do you like food? Uh, you are yes, big and furry. Botrys. And nice to cuddle? Yes. Botrys, this is His Excellency. He was a friend of... Gerald. So, the Sasquatch will just kind of, like, side-eye the robot. <clears throat> decide not to tear it apart and go remove um, the body from the storage chamber in the helicopter and uh, carry him out and set him on the ledge of the helicopter and then put 
He goes and picks up Beatrice, her body, that's up beside Gerald, and go and, and say, hmm. And then just kind of looks around. So Gerald's bought a lot of stuff <clears throat> over the last little while. It's a lot of packing crates and pallets and things. And so His Excellency goes around and starts breaking them and um, making kind of an oval-shaped uh, fire. fire. And then picks up the two bodies, lays them on it, goes over and gets a bit of um, aviation fuel and soaks Wait, it very there's thoroughly. There's valuable equipment in there. <laughs> in the bodies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, and so he looks at the bot and says, you've got as long as it takes me to find a match. Hmm. <laughs> she starts trying to pull open the bodies and can't. She's not strong enough. Yeah, he doesn't wait. What to, it, I will ask her what she's doing. Like, what is important in there? What are you trying to get? His cyberware is very valuable. We could sell it. <laughs> oh my god, Botrys. The Sasquatch overhears that, and like he's gotten out of his pouch, like from the, from the bike, got a pouch on his bike, and he's, he comes back with like um, a, a tube, and he opens it up, and it's like an EverStrike match, and does that, yeah. and like lights it, and it just goes up, <laughs> and it was like probably thirty gallons of aviation fuel that he pours on it. <laughs> You hear the sound just go, and then he kind of stands up. It's just basically pure kerosene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. um, Bliss would not have allowed Botrys to strip him of the uh, cyberware. Yeah, the robot does not have time. Yeah, and she is so angry that Beatrice tried to rip him off as he was dying that she's just like no we're not defiling him any further so his excellency goes over just you know puts a hand on bliss's shoulder and sit this is a sacred ceremony and then goes over to botrys and says do you have mead um i can make mead please give me she calculates in her head 3.6 3.6 weeks. Rum? You have rum. Yes, I have rum. Retrieve it, please. And he goes and sits down beside Bliss. <clears throat> she goes and gets some of the rum that Gerald had stolen from the food crates. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff, actually. <laughs> right. That's right. His Excellency just pops it, takes a swig of it, and hands it. Passes it to Bliss, offers it to her. She downs it. <laughs> He's like, whoa, young lady. Downs it. So you guys sit and just watch while it, things burn. Um, we'll leave that there. So, just so you know. So, Phil, when you had told me way back that you were going to take borrowed time, you know, you uh, say, Matt, you 
roll three dice every however often they come up triples um you die so when you told me that there was something super valuable in there i decided okay um if you're going to retrieve this i'm going to roll that three dice for every month it's been since um the end of the previous episode um (laughs) on the fifth of the sixth rolls it came up with three twos nice (laughs) so very good i assumed you just were like nah he dies i'm just gonna i'm decided that's that's awesome it seemed like the right moment (laughs) because i rolled when we sat down i rolled and you survived and then I was like, but, and then you started to get into the narrative of like, well, he's got these riches. I'm like, okay, but there's a cost. The cost yeah. is the risk of the rolls. And if you had passed the rolls, he would have lived, but he died. <laughs> What's hilarious is I had no freaking idea <laughs> that he was going to die tonight. And so. Well, neither did Phil. Fair enough. So. Because what we were talking about earlier, and you said, we'll see if anything fits, you know, as the story goes on. So I was like, it would narratively make sense now for Bliss to actually ask Gerald to teach her how to fly. Right? She is with him a lot in the helicopter. Yeah. Literally. She was looking at it more to help him pilot. Yeah. Not uh, I, would, I was yeah. going to say, too, part of the data download would have been additional instructions for fly- flying. Get like yeah. one extra bump on your skill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bella, you and I can go through Hero Lab. Yeah. Maybe we can go through that at some point. And yeah, yeah. We'll do a full upgrade. Um, but literally, have a Bill, girl, like, print their own, uh, like, skill soft for it before they died or something. I don't know if you would have had time, probably not, but that would have been fun. Yeah, yeah that uh, idea is just like a... Gerald Skillsoft, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's not its not a fully formed one, so it's just like some yeah. tip, Gerald's tips and pointers soft. So I, I imagine it like that crazy booklet that Dad has for the heating system in her house. Yeah. He scabs together a heating system for this house that's made of, like, six different boilers and, like, um, the heating in the floor and solar panels and all this stuff, and it's all, like, labeled, written by hand, and I was like, Dad, you're gonna die someday. We need instructions for this. Um, I'm sure he's gonna live, like, into his hundreds, but, um, he's <laughs> finally written this, like, instruction manual. Yeah. But when you guys were flying and you were, like, ten minutes from landing, I was just, like, I was gonna be like, well, Gerald dies as soon as it lands, but then you said, oh, I want to learn how to fly, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just let you guys do that first, and then <laughs> that just made it so much better. Yeah. That's hilarious, because that was a complete accident. Yeah, you interrupted me in such a good way. Like, I'm, he was perfect. All, which, all my, all my plot which points. Which you know I don't normally do. Yeah. I didn't really plan any of that for the most part. No. Yeah. I think that was actually a really good send-off. Uh, I think I think time-wise, we're going to have to not jump into anybody else. But I like my only other thing would have been to have um, 
the other two just go buy the new gear um, mat, but um, they were just crunched for time, so. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No, no. no I didn't, ex- right. that's, I didn't that's, expect uh, Gerald to die. That's the good stuff right there. Yeah, no, again, I really actually enjoyed. Again, um, I'm an orphan. I, I enjoyed uh, Green Streak and Radio's banter yeah. there with the uh, <laughs> with the gear and the shopping and the posting and. <laughs> I think I'm like when everything happens, I feel like we get like told via text or something, and we're like, oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. I will mess with you. I just like look over at Green Streak and I'm just like, well, it came about learning how to use the guns, huh? <laughs> no, I'll teach you. Yeah, I mean, I assume it's like, oh, well, there goes the uh, there goes the, the one who can pilot. But yeah, I, I don't think that, you know, <laughs> Bliss would have been like, Gerald's dead. And I and I know how to use the helicopter now. Like that probably isn't the thing I would even think of, right? Yeah, so. and, well, it could be fun in the future where where Bliss is actually like really newbie at to fly and you know, like Gerald was, fun, yeah. Gerald was quite the expert at it, but I feel I really think that you have to make Botrus your next full-on character. Yeah, so I'm already planning it. I, I've be fine. making a stable diffusion uh, portrait for her right now, which I'm about to share. I'm just waiting for it to finish. <laughs> um, like normally, cyborgs aren't a thing in Shadowrun, but neither is Sasquatch. Well, Sasquatches are. I don't care. You can make. There's like a few qualities that represent like manufactured people as well, even if you want to just stat it as like a human. So what I'm gonna do is just I'm just gonna take the the drone as the template and that's cool. Player from there. Yeah. We can add like skill softs or other like Yeah. Well I was actually gonna say can we change her name? From Botrus, because she's no longer Botrus. You'll, ha- you'll have to be a troll or or Jeris, Jeritris, Jeritris or something. Jeritris be a troll. Geriatric. Yeah, Jerrybot. <laughs> I think the. Um, I like Jerry. I suspect the personality traits will show through of the two of them. But I, yeah, cause they're like both. It's not just overwritten, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think she's also going to, as a result, develop her own unique personality and eventually not want to associate. And not want to what? Not want to be associated with them at all. With <clears throat> Gerald? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll That's, she'll be a mix of Beatrice, Botrice, and Gerald. Yeah, she's her own person now. Become something, something new as all of that. Yeah, combines and. But I I like that. So, um, maybe I'll just uh, sign off of the stream, and then I, I have some more, uh, one more thing to chat oh, with you guys yeah, let about. Me, let me show you what I've got for her portrait before you go there. It's just in the chat window. 
Yeah, I'll just shut down oh, YouTube in a sec. Okay, show that. I'll just pull that up here so people can see it. Oh. There's, there's Botrus. All right. Okay, interweebs, as Todd likes to say. Like, buying stuff. <laughs> yeah, buying stuff. That's interesting. <laughs> she looks very simple. All right. And that is the Shadowrun. Thanks very much for listening and watching. Uh, that is going to be us for now. But tune in for the next season of the next games. We're doing some Shadowrun and some other stuff. Uh, don't forget to hit the follow button when you get all the updates. All right. Thanks so much. And we will see you next Tuesday. Take care. And we'll see you again soon. Cheers.